afternoon. Pat Zemer here with MagdaWave coming to you today on Facebook, YouTube, uh, various channels of our products in uh, Facebook, and on CastBox. We're glad to be here with you to answer your questions, whatever they may be about MagdaWave training, uh, devices, whatever it is. I'm here to answer your questions. Just put your questions in the chat box and I will be able to uh, have a look at them and uh, answer your questions at that time. So we're glad to be able to do that. If you'd like to talk with me, simply send a text to 502-414-3436. 502-414-3436. I'll put that up in the uh, in the board here so you can know that see that number and uh, send me a text with your question i'll call you back and we can have a conversation about whatever it is that you want to know about magnawave or pemf so we're glad to be here to be able to do that let me go back and see uh, who's with us today northern lights is with us leilani's with us this morning rayon uh, Idle Hour, Tracy Walker's with us, maureen's with us hazel's with us and little lion has joined us on Castbox this morning so we're glad that you're here as the numbers continue to grow with people chiming in to, to join us today. There are a couple of things I want to talk about. We are currently having a demo sale on attachments. We've got a bunch of attachments that have been used for demos and so forth, and we're having a 50% off on demo attachments. So if you're looking for an attachment that you want to replace, have a second one uh, of, you can simply... Uh, uh, go online to MagnaWave, call the office, and we're having a 50% off sale on demo attachments. So that's a pretty good deal and uh, get you fixed up with the attachments that you're certainly looking for. Had a couple other questions. Uh, someone was asking about utilizing uh, the MagnaWave on a rash type situation, uh, LZR or PMF on a skin rash. Uh, very itchy. Well, basically, what's the reason you're having a itch to your rash and the reason it's there is caused by whatever caused the rash, but inflammation of the area is what's causing the discomfort. You can certainly use the MagnaWave to go onto the rash area and treat it to help the blood circulation, to help the blood flow in the area, to remove, relieve some of the inflammation and thereby uh, help the situation out. Now, whatever's causing the rash, you may be able to address with a topical or whatever you want to use uh, in those situations to be able to uh, deal with the rash. And there's a lot of different things you can use. You can use various topicals. You could use a CBD topical that Leilani can talk to us about or other things. I do use CBD uh, when I have uh, a rash type. I get the mosquitoes love my ankles. And so I go out Side, I'm very cautious with sprays and and having little, various little. We use the thermal cell, a little electric deal for mosquito repellent. But still, if I'm out there and I don't get and the thermal cell is not fired up yet, they they just they come right at me, and it, it's a big deal. And I use uh, CBD cream uh, on that area to relieve the pain and uh, or the irritation and to stop the itching. So there's a lot of different things you can do. And then quite often I'll come back with the MagnaWave to help push the that into the body. So you can use a topical, use the MagnaWave to push it into the body, use the LZR to stimulate the blood flow in the area, use your topical either before or after the LZR or the uh, with the MagnaWave, I would use before, let the MagnaWave help push it in. With the LZR, you could do it either way, I think, and get the benefit of the topical that you're using. And in, in many cases, we've had folks that have had shingles and uh, without a topical, and they'll just treat the area with the MagnaWave and get some relief. It's not going to stop the shingles. The shingles are going to run their course, and you're going to need some potentially to have some medication. So that's the same thing here when you're talking about a rash or an itchy type situation. You're going to have to deal with that uh, with regard to your, your doctor's direction or whatever, but certainly to utilize our devices to help ease the discomfort that is caused with a rash is certainly something that, that could be done and uh, would certainly uh, talk about. And uh, someone, let's see if I can find the other question. Um, let's see, here it is. Where'd it go? 
someone talking about uh, colon resection surgery, you have that situation with, with horses and animals where they have colic or they'll have to go in and do some surgery on the colon and work with them. Same thing can hold true with, with other clients. Certainly once the surgery is complete and the bleeding is under control and stopped, you can then go and utilize the devices, use MagnaWave to help speed the healing process, to help the body be in a better position to heal itself. And so that's always something that, that could be very beneficial. Also received a question from someone talking about uh, lung conditions and issues that could be related to pneumonia or other diseases that we're suffering from today that are out there. As a matter of fact, we're doing some work uh, with Dr. Bard in New York. Uh, they're doing work with lung and they're, and they're actually doing um, imaging of the lungs before and after treatment with the MagnaWave to see how it can improve the flow. And we're working with some hospitals in the area to maybe get them to understand more and maybe get us to a point that we can do some studies to talk about the lung development and the lung uh, procedures with the MagnaWave to help better flow, better breathing, uh, help cleaning up, help keep the areas uh, uh, flowing properly and working the way they should. So, you know, you can take that and, and think about it. I can uh, research this a little bit further with, with Dr. Bard, but but certainly to to help the, if you're treating your horse, to treat the lung area, helps things move, helps clear out what's going on there and get some benefit uh, to the overall uh, animal by virtue of animal or client by virtue of treating the lungs directly and uh, helping the, the blood flow through the area, keeping them as clean as possible and helping along with those types of situations. So again, if you have a question, simply uh, post it into the chat box and I'd be happy to answer it for you or at least do my best at answering it for you and to get you the information that you're looking for. Theraway is with us. Again, Maureen is uh, with us as well. Uh, JD is with us. Wendy is with us this morning. Leslie, hello from Colorado. And uh, what is the legacy plug? Looking at the demo sale zoom paddle. I have a semi soul and pulse pro. Well, the, the plug is the, the legacy plug. I don't know which exact plug they're talking about with the legacy, but most of the devices that are two plug, that would be the, the Max, uh, the Maya, the Simi, uh, not the Simi, but the, the Soul and the Soul Pro um, and the Simi 5 uh, or the Simi 10. I'm not sure about Simi 5, I believe is a single plug device. Uh, but we have we have accessories that fit most any plug that we have. So if you've got an older Semi 3, we have some accessories still available, some attachments still available, some older, not older, but uh, uh, demo sale attachments. So tell us what you have and then we can, uh, your product specialist, uh, our customer service can help you to make sure that you get the proper uh, attachment for what you're looking for. Uh, Jane's with us from California. Uh, Catherine, hello from New Hampshire. Uh, can a person have a PEMF MagnaWave session if they have metal plates or screws in their body? Are there any exclusions with a person? Can are there any exclusions when a person cannot have a session? Thank you. You know, if you're treating your riders, and and that's what I when I first started, I was showing the riders how it would work. I was doing demos on these folks to show them what the device would do, so they could understand that I could then go to their animals and treat their horses or their show animals or whatever it may be. We've learned that it, that pins and rods and screws typically do not have an effect, have a problem effect on on what we're doing. And so as a rule, that is not an issue. The only time that you want to make sure that you're doing something, if you're treating someone or near someone who has a pacemaker or a defibrillator or some type of pump on their body for uh, medication, you want to be careful not to be around those devices within a few feet uh, of the machine. It's not that they're going to cause the device to go off or anything like that, but you can. We have experienced in some occasions to where you could potentially help run the battery down on those devices if they are battery devices and they can't be recharged easily and so forth. So those are times that you always want to look at the contraindications and say, stay away from those types of devices now, but again, going back to the plates and screws and rods, typically that has not caused a problem. You're not going to loosen a screw 
in the ankle of a horse or something that, that you're doing. That typically does not happen. The only time in doing some research that there was an issue when the doctors were doing some testing and research with various devices and they were working uh, as, as a demonstration on a woman who had a shunt uh, in her breast. And to me, I call it, it's like a needle, the tip of a needle. And because it was so small, it had a tendency to heat up a little bit. But that's, that's not an issue as a rule. Uh, if you've got standard size types of implants or what they are. I always recommend that if you've got, if you're treating an animal and it's got a rod or a screw, you want to treat the area first for a few minutes on a moderate setting to see if they react to it, that they just to make sure that there's no heat or any issues uh, from that type of situation. Here's Gabe bringing me some papers. Thank you. Just put them right there. That'd be great. And uh, so uh, that's kind of where we are with those types of situations. Test to make sure comfort is there and uh, don't talk about it. I mean, if you tell somebody, oh, you're, I'm going to treat your horse's hoof or this and it could get warm. Sure enough, they're going to think that it's warm. And uh, so you want to be you don't want to hide the fact, but you just want to be honest and say, here, let me put this on and see how it feels. Let's see how your animal reacts to this being applied to the ankle, knee, leg, whatever the situation may be, and make sure that they, if there is heat, they'll pull away, they'll, they'll walk away. And, and it, it, as a rule, there is not, it, there is none. And so that's how we kind of uh, go down that particular street. Uh, so I hope that helps. Uh, excited for the studies on the lungs. I know the MW helps me so much with my breathing uh, isn't the best. Uh, and that's and that's true. And, and we're looking uh, farther to get involved with this. We're doing some, some research. Uh, the clinic that we're dealing with in New York, who's working with many of the leading hospitals in the area in New York, does a lot of cancer research. So they're wanting to look at how to implement the MagnaWave with various cancer treatments and various things there. And they're also talking about a lot of people who deal with cancer type situations. Depression is an issue. And so we're wanting to, because we know we do know that the PEMF and the MagnaWave generally promotes a sense of well-being. And so uh, as a comfort type of situation, what's if someone feels comfortable and they have a better sense of well-being or the animal is relaxed, then the healing process can quite often uh, be improved. And so that's what we're looking for there. And they're, they're doing some conversations and we're doing some testing in that area uh, with the doctors in New York. It's pretty exciting, pretty exciting stuff. What we're hoping to do, and it's always been a challenge as you do these tests and you do studies, uh, you, you've got to have a massive amount of people. You got It's very costly and you want to either get a grant or do something like that to get these things uh, moving along. And so that's what we're hoping to do is to be able to do some what we call preliminary or studies of a study and uh, create some credibility and to create some, some track record and some record keeping as to who, how we're going along. And then we're going to take that information and present it to the universities in various places that can, that can then come back to us and help us with uh, the funding and help us with the, the uh, implementation of studies to further along the modality uh, as a health and wellness uh, type of type of product. So uh, Leilani's putting some stuff, information in the uh, chat box. So if you're on, you can take a look at that and, and have a read as to what she's talking about. We're utilizing some of the CBD products for, uh, for your health and wellness. I'll have a link for you. Uh, hopefully this, I'll have that wrapped up this week, but a link that if you want to be able to follow the link and go and see what's going on with the products and the cost and so forth, we'll have that available to you. Uh, any experience with moon blindness in a horse? No, not that I'm aware of. Somebody uh, watching with us today or participating may have some experience with that, with the MagnaWave and can share that experience with us. But to me, I've not had much experience uh, with that. Certainly, if it's a circulation type of issue to treat the head and the, and the area of the eyes, just to get good blood flow to the area to make sure that things are cleared and cleaned then uh, that could potentially uh, be a value to have a look at that and see how it would, uh, would help out. Um, so um, Amy talks about magnawaving sinuses right now helps a lot. That's for sure. When you're talking about congestion, uh, same thing in your animals. And, you know, if you uh, want to demo and use it on yourself to treat your sinuses, you can see how it can open up and keep things flowing the way you want it want it to happen. So again, if you have any questions, simply put them in the 
chat box as you're doing, and I'll, and I'll answer them for you. Hey, Terry from Oxford, Michigan, thanks for being with us. Can PEMF help with migraines and headaches? We've had really good success uh, in a demonstration type of method to treat headaches and migraines. Uh, of course, you, you understand that the animals have similar types of situations, but uh, we often treat the feet uh, on someone who's having a headache, the back of the head to give them some comfort and relaxation is what the devices are intended to do to give them some comfort, relaxation, hopefully improve the blood flow and the blood oxygenation, which can open things up and potentially relieve uh, the headache that someone may be experiencing. And then we go to the feet put the feet on the coil and do the reflexology aspect of the treatment and bingo, things uh, tend to uh, tend to quite often improve. Uh, Sandy's with us from California. Good morning, Sandy from California. Uh, if you have any questions, simply put them in the chat box and I'd be happy to have a look at them. Let's see if anyone has sent a, uh, um, feel free to call me regarding, oh, Leilani, maybe we'll get Leilani on the phone here a few moments ago. Uh, here's a question. Let's see. Just purchase the Spiro. Can you treat someone who has swarp metal or a bullet stuck inside of their body? That kind of goes back to the conversation I was having. Uh, certainly you want to talk to the doctor and so forth, but you know, it's the size. If there's some things there, typically if someone had a bullet in their body and they were having discomfort and it's been there for a period of time, it's been, become encapsulated in the muscle tissue. It's there. It's not going to typically would not provide an issue that you would deal with. But those are the situations that you always want to consult your doctor, explain what's going on. And if they feel that this is something that you can work with, doctors can have a lot more freedom to do and talk about these things than we certainly do as, as practitioners. But uh, great question. Let's ring up here because we, uh, let's see here. Here we go. Takes a second for it to come up. Two ringings. <laughs> Hello. Hey, Pat Zemer here with MagnaWave. Oh, hi, Mr. Zemer. How are you? All right. Who oh am my I, gosh, you sound, who am I talking sound like to? the one that, this is the real Pat Zemer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm the real, but yeah, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because I see your videos all the time. Okay, awesome. So you yeah, had a question. I just ordered the Spyro, and uh -huh. I think I did get an answer to your question about the metal pieces that are in people's bodies. Right. And you said that we could use it because it's not going to move it Correct. or anything like that. Correct. Okay, so it's okay with the bullets, too? Like some people have shrap metal in them? Yeah, I mean, yeah, shrap metal, uh, shrapnel, if you will, that that I've tr I know several times we've done some work with the VA uh, on an uh -huh. experimental basis, and there is shrapnel involved. And, and as I was saying earlier, a lot of times it, it becomes encased or surrounded by uh -huh. tissue, uh, and it's 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 larger. It's typically would not be an issue to treat those areas for comfort. And uh, it certainly would experiment first, as I talked about it, using the Spiro uh, that you're talking about. Uh, it's uh, a power level that it should not be an issue at all. Okay, okay, because I'm just starting off with this, and eventually I want to do my, my own little practice uh -huh. with the PEMS and red light therapy uh -huh. in, my, in my community. Perfect. So I want to start off with the Spiro. Okay. And does that make your body do the uh, the muscle contractions with the Spiro? It, it, it stimulates the muscles. Depending on the attachment you're using, you will feel it in the, mm -hmm. in the muscle. So you can feel what it's doing and it's there and it does... Uh, it does manipulate the muscle to a point, not as much as the more powerful machines, but that's okay. Uh -huh. It doesn't necessarily, uh -huh. depending on the, the situation that you're dealing with, be the most powerful machine that is available. Uh -huh. With the Spiro, you can feel it coming into the body, which is what the client typically wants and, and yeah. uh, see the movement. Now, when you, when you take that to a horse uh, or an animal with more muscle tissue, you can actually see the movement on the body more readily. Ah, awesome. Okay, and I'm also thinking about getting the laser to the LZR. Correct. And, and I saw some other things on the market where they do like the body contour wraps with that, but you got to spend like 20 minutes on the um, under the light. Uh-huh. 
So with the laser, I heard you only have to put it for one minute. For yeah, it, it, it's it's the strength of the LZR means that the typical application on a person. Now the, the LZs LZRs are registered and uh, cleared uh, with the with the FDA. So it's kind uh, of a thing that we can discuss a little more. It's a heating type of device plus the red light uh, therapy, red and white light therapy, and so uh, the treatment times really only run about a minute or two uh, uh -huh. per location that you're using uh -huh. it. And uh, so that's very effective to, to be able to do it quickly. I've seen some pictures of this before and after with the red light therapy of people losing fat and cellulite. Does right. that laser, can that laser do that? Yes. That LZR? Yes. Wow, that's amazing. Is there any light, do you guys have any light before and after pictures? Well, I'm news? sure we have pictures that folks have put on to the, if you go to the, uh, once you're in there and you get into the MagnaWave certified practitioners, uh, page. There's a lot of pictures that people put in there about keeping up with, with their various uh, uh, protocols that they're using on their animals and, and what they're doing. Yes. That's amazing. Okay. All right. Well, that's all I really wanted to know is about okay. the strap. Well, so thanks thank for calling. Thank you so much for calling me. Appreciate it. Um, thank you. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Leilani sent me a note. Um, and she's talking about conscious hoofbeats. Let's see if we can get Leilani on the phone here. Give a little conversation with regard to that. Aloha, Pat. How are you? Aloha. How are you? Oh, great, my friend. Good. I love your weekly show. I never miss it. As you know, I'm your biggest fan. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. So you were talking about the... The uh, on the conscious hoofbeats with Dr. Pamela. Um, tell me about yes, that. Yes, I'll, I'll post the link for everybody. And um, she specifically deals with equine and, and kind of searched me out because of you know, the fact that we do the, the highest milligram for equine. And then it went into this whole about what is the endocannabinoid system? How does it work? So it's actually wonderful for any of us as certified practitioners to just listen. I'll put a, post the link. Right. Uh, right there on Facebook, and people can actually listen to it. So it gives you a lot of the background on CBD and how it helps. And I, it was brilliant that you guys are studying MagnaWave on the lungs because CBD just came out with the research regarding the cytokine storms. Like that's what happens in the lungs, whether you get COVID or, you know, or some, some of the different diseases in the lungs, including equine, and they're you know, finding out real fast that CBD is one of the best anti-inflammatories out there. So together again, right? What a great, great match. And, right. Uh, it was so, another, yeah. So it was another thing that we talked about. So that's great. And we just need to make sure that we do all the research properly and we don't make claims and all that good stuff. Of but, course. Uh, exactly. Yeah. And I think that's what's best. I tell people, you know, do your research. Don't listen to what somebody else tells you. You know, you have to back that up with, with results, but more importantly, I think that's the best thing with MagnaWave, right? right? We don't need to sell it once people have it and we do a series of treatments. It's just the same as CBD, it's not a Band-Aid. This is a holistic approach to us doing treatments and telling our clients, look, one treatment isn't gonna solve, you know, 10 years of this poor horse having this issue, et cetera, right? That's right. Um, it's a, you know, consistency is key with everything and it's a, a holistic approach to health where, Western medicine, it's a band-aid. There's a pill for this, there's right. a pill for that. And and I think you guys are all on the right track that we all work together in that way. Certainly um, heading certainly head down that road, that's for sure. Yes, and congratulations on everything. But if anybody has any questions, you know they can reach out. And I know you're you're also a great fan of us and support. And whenever, you know, I know you're just swamped, we'll get together for sure. But if anybody has any questions, they can always reach out and I can on behalf of MagnaWave, answer questions. That's perfect. Leilani, thank you very much. Uh, thank you, Pat. Have a good one. Uh -huh. Take bye -bye. care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Always interesting to have conversations with Leilani. Interesting to have conversations with any of our practitioners. That the information that you bring to the table and, and the questions that you have are always uh, very good. Leonardo X Pack says, "Hey, Patty, on uh, on the Castbox, uh, Leonardo. Thanks for listening to us today. We appreciate it very much. Let me come back here and see uh, if anyone else has put any questions into the chat box." 
um, come down. I have a question about a procedure called links or for GERD. Had wondered what influence PMF would have post surgery, and it puts a face a number. Um, links for GERD. I need to uh, take a look at that and uh, be able to answer that question for you. And let me see if I can get this copy. I can't. Let's see if I can copy the number. Nope, can't do that. All right. Um, so let me write that down and we'll give a call and talk about that particular uh, situation. Sorry, I'm going to write something down. It takes just a second. I think. Okay. Let me come back over here. You know, when I'm, I, I'm my own chief cook and bottle washer here to, uh, to do all my controls. So sometimes it takes just a second. Okay, there's the number. Let's ring it up and see who we got. Facebook user. Hello, Dr. Pat. Hey, Pat Zemer here. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Good. So what is your question? Tell me your question. Okay, my question is, um, I have a, a, a client who suffers from GERD and who is just going to go in to do what uh, is a laparoscopic procedure to treat GERD. Okay. Explain um, GERD. The procedure itself involves a string of little metal beads that are drawn together by a magnet, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. And then with the, when the string is placed around the lower esophagus, the magnet pulls the beads together, closes off the esophagus from the stomach, uh, and then when the patient swallows the beads, separate and then allow the food to pass and then the magnet closes or draws those beads together again. It's relatively new, I think, but I'm not sure uh, medically. My question though is, even though it's metal and I, and I understand that metal really is, is not an issue with PNF, what about uh, this little magnet that is part of that uh, structural part I know um, that they, they've that done be in, internally. similar processes have been used on animals to develop that type of procedure. And one of the things that we do know that we, we work with a magnetic field. We do not create a magnetic pull with our devices. So it's not going to pull the magnets that are there. So if you're treating, if, if it's a, a dog, for example, and they're treating the esophagus and treating the area for some other inflammation or comfort purposes, you can go there and the, the device will not pull on the magnets, cause them to separate or do anything like that because we do not create a magnetic pull. We're simply putting a magnetic field into the area, much like uh, we bathe ourselves daily as we walk around the world where there's a magnetic field at the, that around the Schumann resonance that we're through. If that was right. pulled, and, and there is gravity certainly uh, on the earth, but it's not like a pulling magnet type of thing. So that, that should not be an issue uh, when dealing okay. with those types of situations. Okay, great. Thank you for clearing that up for me. I appreciate it very, very much. You're welcome. Thank you. Have a good one. Okay. Mm -hmm. Bye. Bye. Okay, Peter's calling in. I think I know. Uh, let's give Peter a call. Yes, Peter was dealing with his dog. Uh, let's see if there's an update. Hello. Hey, Peter, Pat Zener. Hey, how are you? I'm good. So uh, I, had a question. I had a question. I, all right. I, my phone... My uh, my service wasn't um, it was breaking up. So I don't know if you answered it, but my dog has a hematoma, uh -huh. and it was quite big, and it was uh, causing her a lot of pain. And um, I so I remember that I have the magna waves, and I was looking up some testimonials on Facebook, and I saw how it helped a dog and a horse, and I was like, all right, I'll give it a try. You know, hopefully, you know, break up the blood flow and. Right. I, I think the I think the hematoma was caused by trauma from giving her subcutaneous fluids. Uh huh. I and so I was just it's gotten a lot smaller. It's about half the size now. So I'm just kind of winging it. I'm not really sure how often to do the magna wave over the hematoma. What intensity? What would you recommend? I I would be I would be. Um, where is it exactly? It's on her. It's on her rib cage. Oh, okay. All right. So it's on a rib cage. I would treat at a at a moderate 
Um, you have, let's see, you have the, which machine? I have the soul. Okay, you have the soul. So I would be at about a third to a half power as far as controlling okay. that knob and uh, certainly to make sure that your dog is comfortable as you're treating that area. And uh, you could do it, um, you could do it daily. Or if you wanted to, you could do it every other day um, and, and just watch it. Now, what it's going to do is it's going to help push things, push the flow, improve the blood flow and help the inflammation that's there and help the, 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 the fluid to move away into the lymphatic system or wherever it needs to go to lessen that. We, that's what you're experiencing. Uh, we've seen a lot of. We've seen that type of result. Oh, wonderful. Thank you. I'm really happy to hear that. Thank yeah. you for your, uh, your input. Appreciate okay. it. Uh-huh, buddy. Thank you. Bye-bye. Great questions. Uh, always enjoy being able to get into the questions uh, at that level. Let me come back up here at StreamYard, see if we've had any other questions come through. Um, suggestions for treating endometrious plaque in a horse. Well, if, if um, certainly improved blood flow and blood oxygenation, we talk, let's talk about uh, quite often when an, when an animal has arthritis, uh, quite, it's the buildup of calcium on the joints. And if we have good blood flow and good movement through those areas, you can retard the buildup of that, of that calcium. We're not a device that goes in there and breaks up calcium or clears all that away. That's not what we do. We reduce inflammation. We help to improve the blood flow and the blood oxygenation so the blood can be healthier. The body can be healthier to deal with what it needs to do. So when you have those situations, the buildup of plaque or the buildup of calcium on the joint areas, by treating, you can hopefully retard the buildup of some of those areas. If good blood flow and good things will help clean that, then that can be a benefit. That's a conversation for your veterinarian or the doctor that you're dealing with to get a better overview and understanding of what you uh, might be wanting to to uh, have happen, but that's what we—that's what we've learned with the, like I say, the calcium buildup for arthritis. It, it builds up on your knuckles, for example, or in the ankle of the animal, and you can see that it's there. They have some inflammation, and you treat and you take the inflammation away. As soon as you do that, if the calcium is still there then you have the opportunity for the pain to return, for the discomfort to be there, for the range of motion to be affected. However, if you do it continually, sometimes the nerves that are, are involved, you get the inflammation out of the area, the muscles relaxed, and it takes slower for it to return. We always talk about if you're having elbow pain and you treat it once, you get some release. Or you, same thing on the animal. You treat the, treat the hawk once, you get some better movement and things are good, but it's going to try to come back immediately as they go on. So the more you do it, the longer that result lasts. And that's what you want. You want to, you don't want to have to do it every day. If you don't have to, you want to do it once a week or you want to do it twice a week, whatever is required to maintain that plateau. And uh, that's what, that's how we like to approach that. So I hope that helps um, with, with the question. Um, before getting a second x-ray after treating a fact, let's see, how long do you recommend before getting a second x-ray after treating a fractured toe uh, to see the progress? Well, we've, we've always talked about, when, and we've experienced this in the animals, that when there's a fracture or something going on, we see an improvement in the healing time. We see a, a healing time that is reduced. If they say it's going to take eight weeks, now, again, this is not gospel. This is You need to deal with your veterinarian and the docs that you're dealing with. But it, it, typically, it's six to eight weeks, eight to 10 weeks for a fracture to heal, to be in, in good shape. So if we can see an improvement in that by 20%, 25%, don't know, maybe sometimes more. So uh, by, by doing it, we, we learned in the, in the veterinary side of the house for the animals, uh, we always, if there's a fracture, we like to wait uh, 14 days, 10 to 14 days. So the that's when they set the bone, that it gets a chance to start healing from the inside out. And so we can go to it. And what, what we want to happen there is to for it to heal the proper way. And then when you put the good oxygenated blood and the good blood flow to it, 
after those 14 days, then you can get a, a quicker healing at that point is what we've been, is what we've noticed and more comfort uh, to the animal during that type of healing process. What we learned, and I'm going back 20 years ago, back to 2002, 2003, when I was first starting, if people, uh, the veterinarian showed me that there would be a break and that they would start treating immediately, well, what would happen is the bone would, would start healing from the outside in. And so if they came back in a few weeks, few weeks and did another radiograph and looked at it, oh gosh, it looks great. Well, but it wasn't healed all the way through or wasn't healed completely. And so that's where in working with the doctors, we waited because we didn't want someone doing a radiograph and saying, well, it's healed, let's go back to the track or let's go do this and there's still weakness there and it's not fully uh, sealed up, if you will. So what by waiting, it started healing from the inside out. When we put the therapy to it, it, it enhanced the healing from the inside out. And so once it got to the point that the outside looked good and they could do the radiograph, then they knew that they had done it properly. So how long would I wait? I mean, if, if you're talking about an eight week healing time, uh, maybe after four to five weeks, do another uh, x-ray, if you will, and see how things are looking, how it's feeling. You'll know to some point that it's feeling better and it's working better. I'm having that. I, I pulled my uh, MCL, uh, my medial uh, uh, ligaments, and uh, it's, let's see, it is now three, three weeks and two days ago and uh, really having moving along very well. In fact, the biggest problem I have now is when I sleep because sometimes when, when you sleep, you know, your leg will bend and you'll have a gap. And so the weight wants to go down. And so that puts stress on the ligaments and the tendons and so forth in your leg. If I lay on my back and I'm perfectly flat, if you will, with my leg laying flat, uh, the base of my, the back of my knees on the mattress, I'm comfortable. If I keep my leg extended for the most of the day, as I'm sitting here at my desk now, I have my leg extended and, I, and I, I'm comfortable. If I brought it up, you know, to where you're sitting straight with your, with your leg bent or your knee bent, it's still in a situation that it becomes a little tense and it's sore when I get up for the first 10 or 15 steps. Well, I'm hoping that and it will over the next week or two or three weeks, it will get to where that's not an issue at all. So it becomes how I rest my leg, how I lay when I sleep. I get up in the morning and I have more of an issue after I've slept. And you'd think just the opposite. Oh, you're relaxed, you're sleeping, you're laying down, not an issue. If I lay on my side and my and my leg is on its side, well, it's wanting to to go concave or however. And, and so it puts stress on it and it start, I can feel it. I can lay in bed. If I turn to my side just for comfort for a little bit, I start feeling it in my knee and I know I need to rotate and lay on my back and try to continue, continue my sleep. So it's very important when you're doing that. And it's the same thing when you're dealing with issues in your animals and how you uh, approach those situations. But to come back to your question again, you can speed the healing process, let's say by a third, if you're consistent and you're doing it. If you're, if you're treating once a week and you're talking about eight weeks healing process, you're going to provide comfort. You're going to provide some benefit with each treatment, but you're not in a situation where you're really going to speed, hopefully speed things up. In the case of a, 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 a performance horse or something that's going on there. They, they want them to recover. They want to get them back into the show ring or back on the racetrack, back on the field, depending on your clients. And so that's uh, the more you do it, the better off you are. And that's how, we, you know, doctors always said, treat as long as function continues to improve. And uh, then once you've reached the plateau, treat as often as necessary to maintain your, your relief or the plateau that you've reached. Talking about my knee a little bit again, I, I, we went down to see a concert in Corbin, Kentucky the other day and I drove there. It's only two and a half hour drive, it wasn't far, 130, 140 miles. But the way I had my leg in my driver's seat, well, I got there and it was really sore. Didn't take my machine with me. We were there for about 36 hours. So when I came home yesterday, I was really sore and gimpy treated myself for 15 or 20 minutes and it was relieved 
did it again before I went to bed last night and today I'm back to where I was before healing right along and moving along. So consistency in those types of situations is the key. So the more you can do it, the longer it lasts. And that's basically the bottom line. It's not, not rocket science and it's not a big deal to that, but the more you can do it, the longer the results uh, take and, and last. So that's, there you go. Uh, let's see. I hope that helps. It's a, if it's a slight hairline fraction, do you still want to wait 14 days to begin MagnaWave? If it's a stretch, stretch, stress fracture or a hairline fracture, that's not really as critical. The 14 days was really kind of a, it, it's funny. When we treated colic originally, when we were dealing with horses that would colic, the question was, no, nah, you don't want to get that around there or be around the, the colon and the bowel and all this kind of stuff. But then once we learned that some horses were going to go down and we began treating and began getting good results, then the question became, we want to make sure we don't need surgery. You don't want to do something if we have to do surgery. But if you feel like it's an impaction or those things, you, you can begin to do it. The 14 days was a precaution to, to make sure that it started healing because some people, when they're doing these things, they're going to say, okay, if, if, if it's eight weeks to heal, I'm going to do it for four weeks and I'm going to think it's healed and I'm going to go way I go. And so we just did that as a precaution or a proper protocol, if you will, when you're dealing with the animals. So, when we're treating a person, we don't really necessarily have to worry about that because the person knows that it's, or they will tell us that it's still a problem. If I'm treating my own shoulder with my machine, I know what I need to do and what I don't need to do in order to move that process along. And when I'm working with doctors, there are orthopedic doctors and doctors who have used our equipment, experimenting with our equipment in those types of situations. And they can go after it, after it more rapidly because, again, the person knows. With a horse, the horse doesn't tell us until it can't walk. It's doing fine. You wrote it yesterday. It was great. Everything is wonderful. You come back to the barn this morning and oh, I'm not getting up or I'm not sound. And, and, but, but it's been building. We don't have that situation. So it's, it's a little different. But that rule of thumb, we wait a few days and then go. Uh, if it's hairline fracture or something like that and you know you're going to get a better result anyway. And so that's, that's how to, to look at that. If you have questions, give me a shout or we can talk about it later. Uh, if it's a slight hairline fraction, do you, oh, that's the 14 days. Hey, hey, Nola uh, says, hey, 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 thanks for being with us uh, to uh, give us your questions. If you have a question, put it in the chat box and I'll certainly have a look at it. Let's go back and see if anyone has sent us, nope, no one else has sent us a text to uh, have a conversation with us. That's okay. Uh, we have been here about 45 minutes, so I'll stay a little longer. If you have a question, please put it in the, in the chat box or send me a text and we'll visit. If not, then we'll let you get on about your business and have a beautiful day uh, as you go forward. Let me take a look here and just make sure everything looks good. And the uh, gentleman says, hey, hi on CastBox. Hello. It's a long name. Muhammad 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 Beck. Muhammad Beck says, hi. Hi, Mohammed Beck. And I hope I got that right. So let's see. Any other questions? Uh, Peter asked. Oh, I, Peter, that's the question he did talk about a little earlier. Um, how do I get my medical insurance to help me get a machine? Christine, what I've done over the years, Christine asked that question. I've had situations over the years where people have had various issues and, and they've the feeling is that PMF would help those issues. As you know, there are several devices that are approved by the FDA for treating non-union fractures, for autism, for brain tumors, a lot of different things that the devices and the technology or the modality is approved for. If you talk to your doctor and your doctor understands what you're requesting and your doctor believes in what you're requesting, a doctor can write a prescription for something uh, that is not yet or not totally FDA approved or cleared. So if the doctor understands, I, you're, 20 years ago, I had a good friend, had a knee replacement, and I was selling uh, equipment for horses and um, had a little piece that would fit on his knee and provide PMF therapy for him. He talked to his doctor. His doctor said, that's a, that's a sweet idea. Let's 
let's get that handled. And the doctor wrote the prescription. The company, uh, uh, the insurance company stood behind it and he uh, got a hold of a machine. He rented the machine for a number of weeks and was able to help his recovery period and his rehabilitation from his knee replacement. So it's really uh, talk to your doctor, see what they say. Time is changing a lot of things. The more modalities that are approved by the FDA for specific uh, indications, then that will, the insurance companies will open up because they'll see that it's going to help situations uh, and, and go along quicker. We really spend a lot of time talking about prevention uh, of if you, if you keep your joints healthy before you have a problem that can delay the problem. And so from that perspective, how things can, can aid in the, not only the recovery, but in the keeping the body healthy, that's really what it's about. And the insurance companies and other countries kind of go at it from that perspective. Let's keep the person healthy. And so we don't need to deal with the problems of being sick, which is harder than someone who's kept healthy or more difficult. So that's, that's the question, Christine, you would talk to your doctor and see if they are willing to prescribe something and then talk to the insurance company and see if they would allow you to rent a machine or depending on the price of the machine, the severity of what the issue is, you may be able to get a prescription uh, for a machine to be used in that type of way. Uh, certainly there's practitioners that can deal with you, but that, that, that's the situation and I hope that question. Uh, Nola asked the question, my only question was how best can I use the LZR for weight loss? How long, how long on, on love handles, tummy thighs, how many minutes per specific spot? How long total for each area? Okay. I spent a lot of time on this program talking about what I've experienced, experimented with over the years. And uh, so just to kind of give you the whole story that I'm going through right now and the conversations I've had with Dr. Randy uh, regarding the LZR and what we're experiencing at the Vivify Club uh, Wellness Clinic that we're now uh, beginning to promote and move along with. Um, what we do with the LZR is, and what I'm doing. So what I did in February, I decided I need to lose some weight. I got up to uh, an amount that I wasn't happy with. I didn't feel good all the time. So I went on the half of what I order diet. Uh, if I'd go to eat or if I'd have something at home, I would simply eat half of what I would normally eat. So I'd eat half of a hamburger, half of the fries, half of a steak, half of this, half of that. And, and that was my plan. I've lost 30, 35 pounds as a result of that. It's been very, it's a slow loss, but it's there. Uh, I had to, you know, go buy some new clothes and, you know, play that whole game. That wasn't a bad deal. That was kind of fun. But anyway, that's what I did. Well, so I got down to where I've still got just a little pudge, if you will, in, in, my, in my belly. And I experimented with this two years ago when we first started with the LZR. I would treat one side uh, of my belly and the other side, I wouldn't. And so I did this for three weeks to see if there was a difference. And there was, and what I was doing is I was treating the, and you start with your love handles, if you will, and move around to the front. I was going a minute on each section. So I'd go a minute, then I'd move the device and I'd go a minute and I'd move the device and I'd go a minute until I get from my love handles to the other love handles or the, that area of the, of your, uh, of your torso. And that's what I did. And then uh, I would use the MagnaWave on a pretty aggressive setting so I would get good muscle movement in that area. What happens, what the LZR does is it basically shrinks the fat cells down to what I call fat cell raisins, if you will. And then you use the MagnaWave to massage that area and to help move those shriveled up fat cells to the lymphatic system and out of the body. Now, my experiment today, as I'm doing this, and I'm doing it every day now, I started it maybe a week ago because I've been spending a lot of time treating my knee. So I think, okay, if I'm gonna do this, and you know, I also, I had some prostate issues a number of years ago, so I, I sit on the coil every day, and I should probably just record my day, and, and, and that would be the commercials for us. But <laughs> at any rate, uh, I, I, what I'm doing right now is I'm treating the center just at my navel area. 
And, and because Dr. Randy pointed out to me that, that you can, if you treat a spot and you, and you help move those fat cells away, then the fat cells will redistribute. It doesn't mean that they recreate in that area. It just means they redistribute. So the whole area will go down because you're eliminating cells and the cells migrate to the area. So my logic today, or at least what I'm experimenting with and what I will keep you up to date on is I'm treating just at my navel and I'm doing it for a minute. I'm waiting a minute so it cools off a little bit. I'm doing a second minute or 30 seconds. Then I'm treating for five to six minutes on a higher setting with the, with the machine. I'm currently using a Soul Pro uh, here at home. And so that's what I do. And uh, when I'm finished, I can tell a difference. I'm not saying I see a difference, but I can tell a difference in the area with a little firmness, if you will, because I'm massaging the muscle there. I'm moving the fat. So I'm hoping what I'm going to see is an overall change in the midriff area of my torso simply by treating that one spot for a minute or so and then treating it with the magnet. So there you go. And uh, that's that's my recommendation uh, with the LZR. You can go spot to spot and go, which is not a, you know, really, if you really want to get after it, go spot to spot, go across your midriff uh, on your body, then treat with the MagnaWave to get as much reduction as possible, as quickly as possible. My logic today is just to see what happens if you do uh, one area. Hope that helps. Okay, Noah, there you go. Uh, do you have a favorite machine? If so, which one? Amy, that's a good question. Uh, for years, we only had one machine. We had the Max, and, and then we got the Semi, uh, and then we got the Maya, and then, you know, we've kind of, then the Julian, and the, the Soul, and the Soul Pros. I really don't have a favorite, if you will. Um, at, it, it, at first, when we moved from analog or spark chamber machines to digital, I was no different than a lot of other folks. I, I, the digital machines are softer. You don't feel them as much. Uh, so you, you're able to, there's a whole logic here, but so I liked the punch, if you will, of the spark chamber machines. That has changed over the years. Uh, it really doesn't make me any difference which one. I'm using the Soul Pro currently and it's got the punch that that the the semi 5 or the semi 10 does not have as much of a punch but uh, for the longest period of time when we first came out with the uh, when we first introduced the Nova or the Spiro if you will uh, and the, the so the Spiro is there and it's it's a little lower powered machine and I use that for my sitting for my prostate and so forth and I was having some some shoulder issues and I used that and of course the first inclination was well uh, and I'll tell you a story first inclination was it's not as strong as the Soul Pro or the Maya or uh, the Max or the Pulse Pro not as strong so it's not going to be as effective it was as effective. Now, my treatment times were longer. We've talked about that a lot. You can sit there with the digital machine and treat yourself for a half an hour and it's comfortable and it works and it feels good and away you go. I have a friend in, in uh, Florida and he has really some, some corporal tunnel issues and some, some uh, ganglion spots in the palm of his hand. So it's hard to, to open his hand the way he wants to and it's hard to grip the way he wants to. So he got a Spiro. And he started using the Spiro and he said, you know, I'm not feeling it as much as I felt some of your other devices. And I said, that's okay, Steve, just keep doing it, keep using it. And, and he said, okay. And so uh, I was having him treat his hand, his elbow and his shoulder, because you really don't know where all of these things come from. It's referred from where or what's going on. He called me last Thursday and he, and he said, Hey, he, I said, what? He said, I just want you to know I opened a Pepsi bottle. Uh, for the first time in months by twisting the cap off. Thank you very much. Bye. That's it. <laughs> and so, and, and what he was getting at is he just continually used the device on a regular basis. And in those situations that took years to develop and, and it's it, it going to take a little time to get them to supply subside as well. Okay. Um, 
let's see, are there specific machines that are used for specific things or can a machine be used for everything? You know, it's, it's, it's interesting. And, you know, when you talk about humans and animals and, and the devices, so on and so forth, people think that, oh, this is a horse machine. I can't use it on my dog. Or this is a dog machine. It's not going to work on a horse. A joint is a joint. The blood flow is the blood flow, you know, in, in a mammal and that type of, of situation. So really, the, 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 all the machines are available and viable for many, many, many different indications or situations that you want to use them for. They are, they are wellness aids. They're helping the blood flow and the blood oxygenation and the, and the inflammation reduction, setting the body up to better heal itself. So it, sure, if I'm going to treat a, a abscess on a horse or an ankle situation on a horse, I want as much energy in some of those situations as I can get, meaning you're going to need a Pulse Pro or you're going to want a Pulse Pro or a Maya or a Max or a Julian, something like that to get more energy in it. That doesn't mean that you can't use a Spiro or a Semi-10 on the same indication, the same problem, and get a very similar result, maybe with a little more time exposure. But to talk about what they do and how they do it, it really doesn't make any difference. Just like I was talking about my friend Steve with his hand and opening the, the uh, Pepsi bottle. That's really how that goes. So in, in reality, not, no, they, they all work. Thank you. That's why we're sitting here having this conversation because they work. And uh, it's just a matter of uh, if you're a professional and you have a, a business and you want more versatility, then you're going to want a more powerful, larger machine. There are people, some of them on the program with us today that started their business with a semi three. And that's what they have. And they've been very successful and they've used it to be very beneficial to their animals. And it, and it, it just works. And you learn that's the, that's the one difference. Someone that starts with a semi three or a semi 10 or a soul has to do things a little bit differently because they don't have the power flexibility that someone with the Pulse Pro or the Julian or the Max has. And so they have to kind of adapt and do things a little differently, kind of like cooking. You have a recipe for how you do this. Well, if you've got a machine that will do this, you just apply it in this fashion, this often, da -da 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 -da, and you get the results that you're looking for. Hope that helps. Let's see. Uh, Amy says, I don't have a machine, nor I've ever been done by someone. Say I get a PEMF MagnaWave session. What, what are the side effects? I have heard you talk about heat. Thank you so much for answering my questions. I have loved learning about this. Typically, there are, there are virtually no side effects to utilizing these devices. Now, it is possible. I had a guy that was, a, he was in the horse business, and, he, and I worked with him with his horses, and he did things, and he was also a photographer, and he, he was a paratrooper, and he had broken his back several times, and he didn't have any feeling in his low back, but his back hurt, and he asked me to help him feel a little better. Well, we did not, I was learning back then. So we did not have the whole conversation about what his situation was. So I turned it up a little more because he said he couldn't feel it and he could feel his organs moving. Well, at the end of the day, I treated him for about 10 minutes. He was a little sore the next day than he was the day before because I gave him basically a deep tissue massage. And but the second and third day, he felt really well. So that's the thing to be concerned about. It's not about how strong you run the device. It's about how you use the device and where you use the device. So if you do it, my question is always do it moderately. Learn on moderate settings and and do it. And after a period of time, you'll understand, you'll see what it's doing and you'll be able to handle it more from that type of situation. There really aren't any side effects. We talked about the contraindications. Certainly pregnancy is contraindicated uh, in the United States. Uh, certainly uh, defibrillators and, and heart monitors and so forth. Uh, uh, you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, that's, that's the situation. We don't get around those things. Uh, 
You mean comp insurance. You can find info any portal, but also told that there is a company called Alternative Balance where $25 more a year and you get a higher two mil liabilities. The other was only a million liability. Hope this helps. Oh, Leilani's answering a question of somebody else. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, any, will you be offering any new digital machines in the near future? Well, the Simi 10 is, was just recently introduced at MagnaCon uh, as a digital machine. And our manufacturers are always working to improve the devices and bring uh, new digital devices uh, to the markets. And so, you know, we're always looking to improve what's going on. The manufacturers looking to improve what's going on. We're looking to, from our learning basis, to share with the engineers what needs to happen and how it can happen. So things are changing all the time, but the uh, Semi 10 is the latest uh, digital machine offered. And we also just rolled out the, uh, the Spiro, which is a lower power digital device that's uh, very, uh, very effective as well. So we're working on things and hoping that, that we keep those uh, areas still going. We're out of time. Uh, we've been on for a good hour here and we appreciate that. We don't like to go too long so people can watch this quickly and keep up with what's uh, what's going on. And so I want to basically thank you for being here with me today. Um, let me pull my thing up here so I can close in a second. Thank you for, for being with me. Um, I've always enjoyed it. Uh, I've been saying wave on to better health and I want to continue to say that as well. But I came up with a new one this morning. I was watching something and it's go all the way with Magna Wave. Have a great day. We love you guys. Thanks for being with